Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who's going to be releasing all his podcasts of the Daily Boogie on HBO Max next year. My co-captain, Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads. In the millions. Tuning in right around the world. I'm looking forward to that. Very yep, much. Yeah, HBO Max. Is that when the big money? HBO. Is that when the big money comes in? It's when the cash comes in, man. That's as, as far as I'm aware. Is HBO uh, as pretty... is HBO as good as it used to be? Or is uh, it, this is isn't it as HBO? Rich as this is HBO Max. So is HBO Max because it's obviously because it's called Max. It's obviously way yeah. better than normal HBO, right? Better than regular HBO. That's my assumption. Apparently, yeah. uh, Warner Brothers is releasing all its entire 2021 film lineups. Yeah on HBO Max and, and theatres simultaneously. So you don't have to go to the theatre to watch a show anymore. Mm. You can just go to HBO Max. I hope that they're taking out, like, any potential racist, like, things or any offensive little slights because, you know, uh, HBO and the other networks have been going through recently in the last year or so, Greeno, like, removing episodes from old cartoons and shit. Removing oh, about, episodes the, of Faulty um, Towers, right? <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. You got to be, you got to be PC in this day and age. I want, I hope but they're being yeah. very proactive. That's that's my goal. Like that's my aim here. I want to make sure that yeah. there's there's nothing that I could potentially wander. Like I couldn't wander off the street into a theater, for example, Greeno. Buy my little mm-hmm. popcorn. Grab your little chalk top. Get a little, yeah. get a little Pepsi on the way in. Settle in. Yeah. You're all ready to go. And then something comes up on the screen that you find offensive, like that has the potential to ruin your day. And I hope that they don't do this to us, right? I hope I want them to protect me from that kind of thing. I think they're a high, highly moral uh, organization over there at HBO Max. Yeah. That, uh, rest <laughs> and, assured. And, is, and what, did you fine. say Disney as well? <laughs> no, just HBO Max. No, what I want to know. Oh, basically, Warner Brothers, this you is, said. This Warner is, Brothers. Warner Brothers. Yeah, this, this is revolutionary, right? Because this is the first time ever that uh, films are being released simultaneously in theaters and like on a streaming service. Mm. I just hope they, they live up to the, you know, the standards set by theaters and waste 35 minutes before the film starts with like wanky ads. That would and be plugging great. shit you can buy at the, at the, uh, at the convention store. Like go get your chalk top, go get right. your popcorn, go get your, your, your big vat of Coke, yep. get it out there. You've got to get it a true traditional experience. Because I feel they, otherwise, the punters are going to miss out. It wouldn't it be great if you're watching it and like, so they're trying to recreate the original experience, and then a, a, a like a warning comes up on the screen before the the preview starts, Greeno, and it mm. and it tells you where your own toilet is, just in case yeah. you have to go, you know, That's in the it. dark. Maybe where they the fire should adjust are, safety first. Maybe they should adjust the tuck shop recommendations for things that you would find in the average person's home who would be at mm. home on a Friday night. So let's say. You know, instead of popcorn, you might get the tin of baked beans, Greener. That might be Cook an option. Cook it of baked beans. Oh, look, I think it's got to, got to be standard. When you subscribe to HBO Max, if you're going to go to the theatre experience, mm. the rule should be that they should send you out like a box of popcorn once a week. Once just, just one, Just one box. One oh. box and a, and a chalk top yeah. and a vat of Coke. That's all you need. Now, now would the popcorn be pre-popped or post-popped? Uh, I reckon you kind of need to get it pre-popped and then provide instructions on how to pop but see, you don't have to pop your own popcorn at the cinema. So I'm thinking they're going to have to give you post It's got to be post pop with a way of reheating without getting a sog factor. No, because you don't get hot popcorn at the cinema either. <laughs> it's still pretty lukewarm. That's right. So you want you want the lukewarm popcorn delivered to your door with that disgusting, hideous, like fucking powdered butter shit on it. 
beautiful. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I think that's the ultimate experience. And you want to eat half of it and then regret getting it in the first place, but then continue eating it because you've got nothing else to do when you watch a movie. You got to, because they always stitch you up with the big boy deal. Because yeah. they're like, well, if you get a large I see you coming, mate. <laughs> it costs you, it only costs you a buck more. Have a look at the fucking size and it's double. Yeah. And you sit there for the entire movie. It's, it could be, it's the Titanic. And you've, you're four hours into the film and you're only a quarter of the way through the popcorn. Yeah. You've been eating since minute one. Yeah. <laughs> Piercing off the rest of the punters. If you That's buy, how big the popcorn is. If you buy 80 pounds of popcorn and sit in a hot tub of Coca-Cola during the mm. cinema, it's actually $4 cheaper, sir, than if you were exactly. if you were just buying a popcorn. So you may as well you may as well drown in Pepsi for the rest of the movie. It's, 100%. Yeah. I said the beauty of the show we're we're fucking light today and mm. we've just wasted 5 minutes already. That's beautiful. <laughs> and popcorn talk. Yeah. Damo, can you hit a story time for me please? Absolutely. Sir? I like stories about piñatas. We had the big 10 year anniversary show last week. We put in fucking a fair bit of effort. I'm not going to say so much effort. Mm. Like we didn't really put in effort till about Wednesday. Um, um the show I think was we, Saturday. We put in effort on the night but then the, the fact that it went for three hours probably shows how little effort we put in because we were just yeah. talking and talking and talking and nonstop. And I was like, oh, hang on. We've still got a segment left to do here. Oh, okay. And then another half yeah. an hour went by. Hey, should we be doing that segment anytime soon? Nah, fuck it. That's all right. We've only been yeah. going two hours. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. But uh, towards the back end of that I show. Almost, I almost like- cancelled tonight's uh, starting block, Greeno, just out of respect for the audience. Because I thought, audience, yeah, because yeah, I thought like they've they've heard three hours of this fucking nonsensical dribble last week. We can take three out. We can take three weeks off. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's evidenced in the audience numbers today. I think there's about three people joining us because you know you were you sent me a message and you said, "Hey man, look, it's got like over a thousand views on Periscope." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's we got almost fifteen hundred last week. It's but, crazy." But there's a way to assess that now. There's a couple of ways you can look at that, Greeno. There's a couple of angles mm. you can take. Now, the first angle would be it was a great show and everybody enjoyed it and was sharing it and it was great. The other angle, which I'm more uh, you know, sympathetic with, is that it was being shared around because of how shitty we were and how drunk and stupid we were and I think how 100%. many mistakes we made. And I think that's why. Like, I don't think this episode's going to be big in Vietnam. I don't think they look kindly on that, the Vietnamese. Here's the thing. The, the Vietnamese are block purists. Mm. So I think they're probably going to appreciate this show more than they are last week's show. The ones nobody I think they would have looked at, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. They would have looked at last week's show and gone, that's a hack show. It's too that's, much that's hype. a popular show. That's burning. too much hype. Yeah. Too, many, too many fucking listeners, too many viewers. Yeah. No, 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 no. I liked, we, them, we before. The I liked them before anybody listened. <laughs> 100% right. <laughs> they've sold out. <laughs> they've sold out. Yeah, now they've got listeners. This is bullshit. What yeah. happened to the six listeners? They've just, they've just kind of like... A thousand times more than what the usual listenership is. They've just canned it. Exactly. Um, so anyway, we, we got through last week's show. Like you pointed out, that was a, it was a fucking three-hour show. It was an absolute monster. But mm. we we waited till segment three before we did the segment where we cracked the bottle of champagne. Correct. That our, our lovely our lovely wives got us for to celebrate 10 years. Correct. Now, the, the thing is, you'd been on air for two hours before we did our show. Yep. I'd... I'd only eaten like a, a small meal at like 10 a.m. and we did the show at 12.30. So by the time we got to there, we were at 2.30, no lunch in the gut. And we decided to to have a bottle of champagne. Hmm. Now, by the time we got to the end of that show, like we were, it was like 42 degrees heat Celsius. Yeah, oh, it was a fucking stinker out here. Absolutely. Absolutely stinker. I was, I was sweating my ass off because I'm in the garage. At least in the studio, you got air con, right? Hmm. Oh, I, I couldn't do it without. Remember the first couple of years when we didn't have air con mm. and we'd, we'd walk yeah. out of here because there'd be two of us in the studio at that point as well. Hmm. 
and we'd walk Sweat out. Fest. In, oh yeah, we we walked out like we were we just finished a marathon, you know, like all sweat yeah. covered in sweat. I mean, not looking like marathon runners, obviously, because we weren't fit or Kenyan. But no, like, that's right. Yeah, yeah. lack of Kenyanness. Right, we look like people who have been dragged through the desert with chains around our necks, Greeno, to build pyramids yeah. and shit. Like we weren't in good ways, but you know, no. back in those days before the aircon, and then we got the aircon. And then Greeno yep. used to complain that I had it too cold. And I, I'd, I'd say to him, you're fucking mad. You're crazy. Admittedly, it was, it was winter. It was 14 degrees out. And you're like, let's whack the air con. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like it constantly cold. I like, you know, yeah. anything more than 18 degrees Celsius. And I'm like, it's getting a bit toasty in here. <laughs> Anybody bit, else feeling that? <laughs> so in my garage, the way I do the, I do the, sh the portion of the show, mm. there's no air con. Ooh. And it was like, you're 40 odd degrees. So there was a big old sweat fest happening for Greeno. But we were having a good old time. We spent hours kind of chatting, did the show, yep. blah, blah, blah. By the time I finished the show, finished our chat, hmm. I walked outside and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refer to it as uh, chick at the races drunk. Right. <laughs> because, and I'm putting it into context, right, because I only had, like, during the show, we, I didn't touch a sip of alcohol until segment three. Right. Because I'm like, no, nah, man, we put a lot of effort in this. This is the big show. I had no beers, no nothing. Mm -hmm. But we had that bottle of champers, and then I only had, like, three, four beers afterwards. Yep. That was about it. Mm. Not much. And I walked out, and I could barely talk. I could, couldn't walk. I had to get the wife to go get takeaway because I couldn't cook dinner. I was that hammered. Oh, and then the, that, that night, I was like, I was, I, I'd stopped drinking about 5.30 p.m. and I just drank water for six straight hours. Really? And I'm like, all that's missing is literally me with my high heels over my shoulder and I am dead set races drunk <laughs> because it's all about the fucking champagne. I could smash 50 beers and not be as drunk as I was mm. that one bottle of champagne we had during the course of the show. Yeah, I mean, it goes straight to your head. I was, I was very messy later on that night as well. Um, I was pretty mm. messy by the end of the show, but I think I continued. I think I went on to drink like another two bottles of red and maybe like four or five beers as well and and went to bed at like one o'clock in the morning. So I was an absolute wreck. Worse than races drunk? Uh, yeah, I, I was. I, okay, so if your races drunk was, if the experience yeah. you had at the races was like stumbling out, uh, carrying your high heels over your shoulder, and maybe and wearing no underwear either. Yeah, well, Let's no, I was going to say that that would be my racist drunk would be like in yeah. the gutter in Rose Hill, yeah. like out the front, yeah. with the legs spread wide apart <laughs> and like a pool of vomit in front of you, like trying to yeah. hail down a cab and waving yeah. your phone around in the air, uh, attempting to take selfies of people you don't know. Hey, come see with yeah. me. Hey. That, that that's. <laughs> That's the races. That's the races drunk that I was at the end of the night. Different level of races drunk. Yeah, no, and that's the important thing to understand for the for the blockheads that there's different tiers of races drunk. Mm. Of you know, you, as soon as the champagne and the sun hits the body, yeah. it's 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 first level, and then it just builds from there. Yeah, see, because I like I often you know what I'm like. I like to be in the dark and stuff. So I I try mm. to I work nights. I try to avoid like going in the hot sun as much as humanly possible. Mm. So I often have the different effect where I'm in the studio and you kind of lose track of time because you're not, you don't yeah. have the sunlight on you anyway. So oftentimes mm -hmm. like I'll be drinking and think, yeah, I'm fucking great, blah, blah, blah. But then I walk out and it's nighttime <laughs> or, yeah. or bright, you walk out bright daylight, but it's nighttime. You know, you're like, oh my God, what the hell? What happened? And then it hits you. <laughs> then it, it hits you. you. You're like, holy shit, I must've been in there like 10 hours today. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Nice so that story. was story number. I like no, story. stories That's about pinatas. Story number two from the block ten year anniversary. I like show. stories about pinatas. Uh, we got blocked on YouTube. 
And, and I'm sitting there going, what the hell? So we got, we got a notification going, hang on, no, your show has breached copyright law. Oh, like, really? What, what the fuck? Like, what's going on here? This is full on. Like, what did we do? I didn't realize. Uh-huh. Then I checked what countries had blocked us. Uh-huh. Check out this list, Damo. Mm. Cuba, Iran, <laughs> North Korea, <laughs> Syria. Really? That's incredible. Nice. They were the four countries. Now you think like maybe it's about freedom of speech. Maybe it's about something we said. Uh, we say can't. Maybe we said can't. Maybe they didn't like the word in Cuba, that, sure. Iran, North Korea, Syria. Maybe maybe they weren't a fan <laughs> of reminiscing. Maybe they weren't a, ki- a fan of uh, Supernova Pete calling being, uh, being, Josh Kennedy a pedophile. But being a know. fan of something isn't a copyright. Like so, it must be something like some piece of material that we played that they said, yep. no, in this country, you need a license for that, right? A hundred percent right. Okay. And it turns out it was the very first track we played that in Cuba, Iran, North Korea, and Syria, they're very protective of Kylie Minogue and Step Back in Time. Is that, is it, was it Step Back in Time, was it, that, that it got was, us done? It was the five-second soundbite of Step Back in Time that got us blocked this in one. Cuba, Iran, North Korea, this one. Syria. <laughs> that one. This one. Oh, hi, Iran. Hi, North Korea. Hi, Syria. How are you going? Hello. Hello, what's Cuba. Happen- what's happening, Cubanos? Okay, so we just said goodbye to our Cuban listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. And the good news is that uh, we got a second blockage uh, later on in the day. Oh, good. From Cuba, Iran, North Korea, and Syria, uh, because they're very serious about their, their copyright there. Also, the, the Dawson's Creek theme. They weren't no, a fan of that being played not- in the show. You mean this one? Just in case we didn't get the first one. Goodbye, Cuba. Goodbye, Syria. <laughs> so I, I, I hate to say it, uh, apologies to our Cuban, Ara- uh, Iranian, North Korean and Syrian fans. Let's see if, let's see if Elton John gets blocked too. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry about that, guys. Yeah. So all our fans in Cuba, Iran, North Korea, and Syria, we apologise. Sorry, book to you. But you couldn't listen to the show because they blocked us. To our Cuban fans, we say adios. Adios. (laughs) For the evening. Yeah. (laughs) Who knew knew that uh, Kylie Minogue was such an icon in Syria? In Syria and North Korea, they love her over there. They've got to make sure they protect the copyright. I know. I'm I'm a little dubious about the Iran one because surely image, I'm sure that they don't even know who Kylie Minogue is. Because you couldn't have, in a place like Iran, images of Kylie, you know, kind of gyrating and bouncing around and jumping. Kylie's ass. Doing, you know, suggestive things on camera. Grant. So they probably have no idea who Kylie Minogue is. Maybe they only hear Kylie Minogue's songs and they probably think, wow, she's so wholesome. <laughs> she's just such a nice girl. I think it's less about Kylie and more in those countries. They just want us to follow the rules. Got to follow the rules, Grant, eh? Got to follow the rules. Yeah, I like rules. Uh, Damon, I'm going to hit another story time. This show, okay. compared like to last week, is going to be fucking... Pinatas. That's good, because I can deal with an murder. early one tonight. <laughs> nah, it's going to be murder, man. It's going to be murder. Uh, <laughs> we'll just, we'll just burn through it and get done in like 26 what? minutes. 20, 26 minutes. I mean, we're not, even, we're not even going live in Cuba and Syria. What's the fucking point? If the North Koreans can't listen, what's the fucking point of even being on air? I know. We're going um, to get so much mail from our Iranian fans, Greeno. So, oh, no, not again. Not yeah. again. You've got to stop playing Kylie. What's wrong with you? Stop it with the I don't want to wait. Damn you, creek. Um, I've always hated Dawson. We, we touched on a couple of weeks ago the the backstory of my love of Pizza Pockets, Damo. Yes. 
yeah. and how they didn't really live up to the expectation that I had as a 19-year-old pissed idiot getting home at 2 in the morning mm. and smashing down a pizza pocket. It wasn't so, the same as you remembered it, the glory days. Exactly. But it's reached the point now where, like, I'm, I'm working from home. I need to make sure that I've got some food in, in the freezer or the fridge to, to, for lunch, right? Because, yep. you know, I'm not going to sit. I can't, just ha- I can't just have a ham sandwich every single week. No. It's got to be fucking, I've got to mix it up. I've got to make sure that I've got a nice little menu mixing up between leftovers, ham sandwiches, and, you know, the occasional tuna milk. Have you thought about uh, various combinations of ham sandwich? Like, so ham and lettuce one day, ham and tomato, ham and onion, and then, like, switching it around, maybe put a ham and pineapple sandwich. Sandwich greener. Have you ever done one of those? Ham and pineapple sandwich? Well, the biggest issue is I don't like ham. So that already fucking rules out all the ham alternatives. Well, that is a problem. That's a good that's, a that's a good enough reason not to eat a ham sandwich every week. 100 percent right, or yeah. a variation of. Yeah. I love but, ham. So, I uh, love ham so much, but I'd eat it so much that I get sick of it. But I also hate ham. So, you know. I also hate ham, work. so I better avoid. Yeah. <laughs> um but 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 so a meal I'm I'm a massive fan of is a goslame. You've had a goslame? A goslame. Goslame is one of those weird um Arab dishes where it's kind of like uh it's kind of like a pizza on the inside. It's like a big pizza pocket, really. Yeah. Sorta. Of. It's yeah. a, it's a crepe but with like a spice mince filling. Yes. It's, it's unbelievable. They're amazing. They do them at the markets down the rocks and they're the fucking best thing you'll ever taste. Okay. Unbelievable. Yep. So as I was going through the supermarket last week, I'm like, I need to find something different. I'm going to fucking, and I found a frozen Goslame. Uh, a frozen, like, well, fucking, ew, yuck. Gross. Nah, but I'm like, oh, fucking, I can't go wrong here. This is like four bucks. <laughs> fucking four <laughs> bucks lunch. A, hang on, hang on. I'm going to have to interrupt. <laughs> I like stories about pinatas. I don't know anybody else on planet. And the thing you need to know about Greeno is he's such a, he is a genuine like foodie. Like he's a good cook and he cooks proper stuff and he, he gets into like foodie stuff and, he knows what he's talking about when it comes to food. I don't know anybody else on planet Earth except, <laughs> like, the, the tightest of the tight who would see a fucking frozen goslame in a freezer somewhere and think and be <laughs> on the fence with it until they saw that it was only $4. They're like, well, it must be quality then. They're practically giving these frozen fucking goslames <laughs> away. It must be top shelf. <laughs> like, you're the only one I know who thinks like that. I like <laughs> stories about pinatas. <laughs> so I picked it up. <laughs> Four bucks, beautiful. Scared, scared through. Can't be, and today was wrong. the day. Today was the day, Damo. Today was the day. I like, saw it in the freezer. I'm like, I've got no leftovers. Fucking, what did I have last? I had something last night. No leftovers. And I want a detailed breakdown of like texture that first bite, yeah. uh, whether yeah. or not you finished it, and how long yeah. you spent on the toilet later that day. So <laughs> I want the I want the full rundown, please, of the frozen bargain so- basement Goslame. So I'm going to give you it's, it's story time. So I'm going to give you the full details. Okay. So first I like and foremost, stories about pinatas. <laughs> I look at the pack. The pack says, "Look, hey, don't fucking thaw it. Whatever you do, don't thaw this pack. <laughs> so straight in the frying pan. <laughs> it's obviously of such high quality that you have to cook it while it's frozen. <laughs> it's going to be cooked frozen. <laughs> get a hot frying pan, hot frying pan, wax some oil in it. Two minutes each side, maybe three minutes. Is that the instruction Excellent. or were you winging That's it? That's the instruction. Okay. That's the instruction. So I'm like, fucking, well, wow, three minutes. I've got plenty of time here. I can whack it on at like 1.30. Good mm. to be back at work at 2. We're oh, sweet. Everything's, everything's so, coming up greedo. <laughs> Cut <laughs> loose. I've got a fucking gosling, mate. So you think six minutes. Six minutes max. Six minutes, minutes $4. Can't go wrong. Yeah. So whack it in, put it in the frying pan, good to go. Wait the three minutes. Mm. Look at it. Still stiff as a board. I'm like, well, these instructions are a little bit off. All right. Uh, let's let's hope it's only minutes. the instructions that are off yeah. and not the frozen so contents uh, that they probably scooped 100%. up off the floor at the packing factory. Yeah. 
So gave it another five minutes, mm. and then it was almost thawed on one side and almost cooked. I'm mm. like, well, trying to flip this prick. So flipped it. Thought, look, maybe the other side will work out better. Flipped it, and then let that bad boy go. Realized after six more minutes. Oh no, he's dropped out right at the vital time. He's dropped out. We'll get him back. We'll get him right back in. That was the pivotal moment of the story. I need to know how this ends for the Gosler, mate. You got me back? I do. I was just thinking while you're gone, Greeno, that if, you know, it's already double the time that it's said on the instructions for this frozen Gosler May, correct? Mm -hmm. Like you've already yeah. invested more time. Now, yeah. if a frozen Gosler May that you purchase for $4 isn't even convenient, <laughs> mm. like if you have to work twice as hard to eat this thing as you first imagined it, you're now yeah. basically, when we, you know, do the analysis of this, you're now paying that company twice as much money. Yeah, I'm already negative at this point yeah. uh, based on, on the Gosling involvement. Yeah. But we're already double in. So I'm already six well, months it's in. it's too far now. You, you can't turn back. You, you, so then I think back and I'm like, well, hang on a sec. I've got a frozen pastry on the outside. I've got a, a frozen inside, which is like a meaty thing. <laughs> ah, I know where the issue is here. Because mm. I love a uh, I love a gyozo. Yeah, a fan of gyozos as well. <laughs> gyozo. Now was... <laughs> Was he in Baywatch, Greeno? Was that... He was not Gozo. So basically it's kind of like a, a Japanese kind of uh, a dumpling sort of thing. I'm sure you know, that's the way that it's is... I'm sure that's the way it's pronounced too. The guy Ozo. Sure guy Ozo. It sounded like in Australia. It sounded like a guy named Ozo. <laughs> Ozo. You gotta whack the lid on to get some steam going, Damo. Oh, Someone fucking let's whack yeah, the lid on. Of course. How could you not think of this? Because, like, 12 minutes in and what's only meant to take four minutes to cook, the fucking mm. middle's still frozen. Yeah. So whack the lid on. Got to whack create, a little, like a little oven going. effect in there, a little steam. 100% mm. right. So whack on a big old wok lid, mm. good to go, getting that steam going. Next thing I know, the mm. fucking bottom's burnt. But the inside's <laughs> starting to defrost. But then I'm still in the other side, which is still frozen and gooey. So I'm like, fucking better flip it, whack the lid back on. Finally get that done. We're 25 minutes into what meant to be, what's meant to be a four to six minute cook. <laughs> But the, the prick's cooked. I'm happy. So I'm like, well, I'm already late for work. I'm going to enjoy this. Now, I'm, with Goyozos, uh, not Goyozos, with Gosler, mate, I'm just amazed that the quality is not there. Like, the, the, <laughs> you know, in this Gosler, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked, really, that it didn't yeah. turn out the way you imagine it. But carry on. So get it out, cut it. You've got to cut it into six. That's the trick. Is I've it? seen I've seen how the professionals do it. You've got to cut it into six. It's beautiful. You whack a bit of lemon <laughs> juice on it. <laughs> now, do the professionals also <laughs> fucking fry frozen ones? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. I don't, know, I don't see what goes on unless, the unless the professionals are getting frozen gosler maize delivered by the fucking pallet <laughs> and frying them up in fry pans, I don't think whatever the professionals are doing necessarily applies to your dinner. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to make the best of a bad situation here. So, so anyway, I, guess I mean that would be like that'd be like you know when you get pulled over by the police because you're doing 250 kilometers an hour down the freeway. You know, like mate, I'm just doing it the way the professionals do it. Yeah, <laughs> like I exactly. don't think it necessarily applies. Carry on. Yeah. So you, as as a person, I finally get it onto the plate, ready to go. Whack mm. the lemon juice on it. Good, good to go. Yeah. Now I don't. As someone who's never had a, a Gosling before, I have to explain what the filling of a Gosling normally is. Now, mm -hmm. what you're talking about, you're talking about like a spiced mince, right? Mm -hmm. It's meant to be a little bit dry, but with like you know, it's got cumin, it's got garlic, yep. it's, it's got a bit of flavour, it's got a bit of feta, it's got a bit of spinach, mm. and it's meant to be like a bit of a, a dry, like. Nice flavored mince, kind of like if you fry it off a mince, but then you put it inside a, a crepe. Bit of bit of, bit of bit of sort of Mediterranean sloppy Joe without the slop. 
without the slop, 100%. Okay. So anyway, I take one bite into this thing and I'm already alarmed because firstly, <laughs> the inside the, <laughs> the inside contains carrot. <laughs> I just like your choice. <laughs> I just like two things. I love your choice of word, alarmed. <laughs> like, you know, you're really conveying the, uh, you know, the crisis moment that you were experiencing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the the second part is it took you to bite into it to be alarmed and not all <laughs> of the previous moments that we've discussed already in this Google this, Amazing Story. This was the first one. This was heightened alarm. So I bite into it. I can see carrot. I can see some capsicum. This was situation, green this was situation critical. <laughs> this was situation critical. And then I realised as I bite in, it's not that beautiful kind of dry with like a feta, feta flavour oozing through taste. What was it? It's the consistency of like my grandmother's vegetable soup <laughs> inside this thing. So, so like so, so thick, I'm quite thick and runny and point. you could like if you scooped it up with a spoon maybe would it make like a yeah. plopping sound on the plate? It definitely made a plopping sound. There was a sogginess to it. It was off putting. Oh god! But at the same time, the inside, so the outside of the goslame, because mm. I cut it in six, yes. was perfectly cooked. The inside still frozen stiff. Ah. But at this point, I'm fucking all in. Yeah. So it's like, well, You've whatever situation, it. whatever situation I've got here is what I'm eating, hmm. and I've already spent four bucks on it. <laughs> so I can't waste it. So to answer your original question, did I finish it? Yes, I finished it because I spent four bucks and I spent an hour cooking this thing. Yeah. How much time have I spent on the toilet? Hmm. Well, we'll find out at about three in the morning. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out.
now with less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, remember if you want to get in touch with us, preferred method is, of course, the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block. Starting block. I just turned French all of a sudden, Greeno. I had no idea. Is the Gozlemer and the Krebs. It's, it's gone to the brain. Uh-huh. So follow Greeno uh, at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper, Greeno. Damo, we had a segment on this show during the uh, the peak of the the coronavirus. It's funny because I say the peak of the coronavirus issue. Uh, <laughs> it's it's still pretty fucked, but in Australia we're not doing too bad. So you know, we're kind of almost back to normalcy a little bit. Yeah, uh, not we're a long 100%, way. But a, a lot better than a lot of the other countries in the world. Yeah. I so we had a segment called "Bro, people are fucked." Yeah. And it was just kind of pointing out some. Real kind of shitty behavior that happened, whether it was, you know, people buying 8 billion rolls of toilet paper or, you know, just do just general fucked behavior. Mm. And for some reason, Australians, for the most part, for the last, you know, few months have acted semi-normalcy. So we've had, we've just been the segment of bro, people are fucked. I guess, I guess, you know. It's general fucked behavior, not outlandish fucked behavior. Yeah, and I mean, you know, to be fair, I guess when, you know, when you're threatened with imprisonment for doing something like, you know, walking your dog outside of your one hour allotted yard time, Greeno, in some states, then I imagine that, you know, a lot of people are going to, you know, fall in check after that point Mm. once that threat goes out. Of course, you say there isn't much fucked behavior, but... Uh, the government of South Australia did shut down their entire economy because apparently one pizza guy who worked one guy who worked at a pizza restaurant said that he he didn't work there when he did, and that was enough to throw an entire state into chaos. So that was pretty fucked. That but was pretty fucked. Other than that, I guess you're right. I guess it's a fair cop that's green. Nice, yeah. Gary. <laughs> but this week, it's, it was great to see because mm. it, it brought the reintroduction of the segment, bro. <laughs> People, People are, are fucked. fucked. Uh, this one is bro, the world is fucked because I saw this throughout the week. A major COVID-19 testing site in Los Angeles <laughs> has been temporarily closed. Well, obviously, there's fucking must be something wrong. There's a major emergency happening. They're going to shut down. Like there's, there's what? There's more people dying in the US per day at the moment of COVID than September 11. Hmm. Every single day. Right. So if, if they're shutting down a COVID testing site in Los Angeles, which is one of the, like the peak areas of COVID, fuck man, something must be serious. Why demo did they shut it down? Uh, apparently, so they can film Addison Ray's gender swapped "She's All That" reboot, Greeno. <laughs> reboot. That's right. Now. Damo, my question to you, is it fucked because they've shut down a COVID site hmm. or is it fucked because they've done a reboot of She's All That? <laughs> well, th- th- there's one comment here that I think addresses it perfectly. This is probably the best comment. The original movie wasn't even that good, so you know this is going to be a stinker. <laughs> yeah. So like, it, that makes me think that if they if it was a better cast or a better movie treatment, mm. that people would be less upset that they're testing, yeah. they're shutting down testing. So now I, I think it's fucking hilarious because the people who are now angry that a testing site is being shut down so they can film a movie would be the same people who will tell you like openly and honestly to your face, no, celebrities really do care about us. 
They care. They care so much about us. You know, you know all those celebrity little videos that they're putting out green, like the little TikToks and shit. And they're like, <laughs> "Hey, remember we played the Arnie one where he's sitting in the spa bath drinking, yeah. drinking champagne and smoking a fucking cigar live on he's camera." Going, cigar. He's like, "Stop stay, being so stay selfish." Yes, what's Don't wrong? Stay Don't. in your mansions, <laughs> smoke cigars, fuckwits. <laughs> exactly. Don't you all have a hot tub that you can stay yeah. in? So, like, you know. They put out these little TikToks and say, you know, got to do the right thing, guys. Don't mm. be selfish. We're all in this together, you know. Yeah. And and now it's like, well, we're just going to have to shut down this testing facility so we can film She the She's All That reboot. She's All That reboot. That's right. I, I believe uh, the original was an Amanda Bynes situation. Amanda uh, Bynes. Amanda Bynes of Nickelodeon fame and uh, turned into just be uh, she, she's I think she's most known to being a, a complete loose cannon because she got on the gear mm. and saying that uh, she'd let Drake murder her pussy. Yes, on, on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, and she may have she may have gotten on the gear because of what may or may not have been happening at Nickelodeon at the time with some of the producers, apparently. Yeah, very. It's a uh, it's, it's a very murky situation. Very murky, Greeno. Murky. Now, Damo, uh, I'm sure on your show, the the Daily Boogie, the very successful show, uh, much unlike this one, mm. uh, you covered the the Ellen Page situation throughout the course of the week. What, I, 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 I didn't know. I didn't get time. I didn't get around to it. I did. I did have a few things to say about it on Twitter, but even yeah. I didn't even really say anything about it on Twitter. I was more. I was more than happy to just draw attention to what other people were saying on Twitter. So okay. I, I've been tweeting out little uh, Ellen, uh, sorry, pardon me, not Ellen, Elliot Page. I've been tweeting yeah. out little Elliot Page conversation highlights on Twitter. Yeah. Like saying, look, he, it's like ESPN, like he's our play of the day. Yeah. And the play of the day yesterday, Greeno, was a guy who who asked, I assume, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to assume the best of intentions in all of these mm -hmm. people, and they're not trying to be transphobic. They're just trying to get to the, the bottom of the situation. I right. think they're, they're, they're fact-checking. They're trying to understand what, what are the facts in the current situation. Yeah, I mean, it's about education, really, isn't it, Greeno? Yeah, at the end exactly. The Live and learn. Yeah, so this, this guy asks... Um, Am I still allowed to jack off to her? Like, does that make me, does to him, pardon me, does that make yeah. me now gay or straight? And a person replied, uh, well, now you know that uh, it's a dude, that makes it gay. And then another yeah. person asked, but what if he is putting a dildo in his vagina? And the original mm. person said, no, it's still gay because that's a dude. That's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the play of the day yesterday. That was the play of that. That was a good play. And that's, that's what made me think of this segment. That's a great <laughs> So what do you identify <laughs> as this week, Greta? Well, no, here's the thing, Damo. So uh, we've come to realize that it doesn't matter if you have a vagina or a penis. It's now just whatever you choose to identify as. Hmm. Um, like, you know, science is out the window, Damo. You right. know, the X and Y chromosome no longer matter. It, it doesn't matter what you were born as. It doesn't matter what you think. It's what you identify as, Damo. Okay. And that uh, the guy that you just quoted actually raises a good point because that makes me think. Hmm. So if because uh, uh, Elliot Page came out as a lesbian about six seven years ago, right? Yes. Which means that Elliot Page likes chicks. He's now a straight man. <laughs> so does that now make if she now identifies as a man? Does that now make Elliot Page a straight man? Yes. Because she like or is she still a homosexual and now she's into dudes? No, no, no. Elliot Page is now a straight white male. Elliot Page is straight white male. Yeah, okay, she's one of us know. now. She's on our team. There we go. So well we had, we, we got like a basically we got like an Uncle Jerry Depoto style late trade mm. before the before the trading season was finished, and we got Elliot yeah. Page in. You know, in exchange for what a couple of undesirable bench players. 
Yeah, uh, uh, play it to be lame later and some uh, some cash. Right, I think is is where we got Elliot over. What I've been so, thinking so- about Greeno with the Elliot Page thing. So mm. I'm getting rather upset. I'm no, pardon me. I'll use your word, alarmed, Greeno. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting alarmed that people are referring to Elliot Page as the star of Juno. But I'm like, well, no, the star of Juno was Ellen Page. Ellen Page, So, yeah. you know, Elliot Page. Now, if you say Ellen Page was the star of Juno, that's dead naming. You're not allowed to do that. You can't say that. No, that's offensive, offensive right? So yeah. Elliot Page did not star. Elliot Page has no history in starring in anything in Hollywood. So I, my advice to Elliot Page would be, like, if you want a career in acting, maybe Get best, first of all, yeah, first of all, like, maybe try and apply for a couple of those, uh, you know, those diet cracker commercials, Greener. Yeah, yeah, wow, this is so like nice. This tastes little... so good. This tastes yeah. like this tastes like frozen gosler, mate. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe try maybe try and get a little bit of extras work. Yeah. If you want to be an actor. Maybe Elliot Page doesn't want to be an actor. Side. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe she just Elliot, wants to work in the yard. Yeah, Elliot Page, Elliot Page wants to be like there. a like a, wants to be a truck mechanic, a diesel mechanic, yeah. maybe. Elliot Could Page. Could be, yeah. Who knows? I'm not going to force Elliot. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to force Elliot into any kind of career at this point. Elliot's his own man. He is. He's a let, man's man. Let Elliot be Elliot with the boys. Exactly. If Elliot was a woman, like you wouldn't be, you'd be saying that you know we have to choose their career for them because it's that kind of sexism. But luckily for Elliot, because he's a straight white man, he can pretty much do whatever he wants and not be held back by bigotry in society. Like he's got all the privilege. Exactly. Well, and credit to Elliot as well. Uh, he's chosen to be a white straight man as well. He's chosen yeah. to identify as a white straight man, mm. not an African American. Well, because um, he wants because he wants to be gay, able to, white, gay man. Well, he chose to be a straight white man, obviously, Greeno, because he wants to oppress other peoples. Yeah, obviously, we're talking uh, maybe some kind of slave situation. We've got a plantation situation with Elliot Page. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know if there's going to be a plantation. Like, I'm not sure how big Elliot Page's estate is. Maybe there are some Mexican gardeners there, though. Who could probably reckon, afford yeah. to be paid a little extra now that Elliot Page mm. is a successful straight white man? And as, I, you, as you know, I, I straight white men Elliot run the world. Page is kind of person who has a lot of fruit to pick, Damo. Yeah. Well, maybe when I'm, I'm just talking about general groundskeeping, you know, you mow know the, the lawn, thing trim about the hedge. Straight white males, Damo. They can do that shit we themselves. Don't, no, no, no. We don't fit into a minority group. No. So we can say anything we want about Elliot Page. Mm. And it's open season. Now, if we said this about a, a lesbian woman, correct story, can you hit them misogynists and sexist? Yes, Button, absolutely. Please, chauvinists and sexists and misogynists and chauvinists now, if, and sexists. If Elliot was, uh, if Elliot chose to, ident- chose to identify as a black man, different story. We, yeah. we, we couldn't say anything about it. We couldn't do Eddie Murphy from the 1980s. Packets and niggas, niggas and packets. That's we right. can't say that. We couldn't do that. However, because Elliot's been nice enough to identify as a straight white man, we can accuse Elliot of, saying, of being a, a potential plantation owner of slave labor and has got a whole bunch of Mexican gardeners to pick some fruit. Exactly. Because now that Elliot Page is a straight white man, nobody cares how offended Elliot Page is. It's like, just a straight white man. doesn't yeah, matter. We need, to, we need to make the straight white men feel uncomfortable. It's the only way that we're mm. going to achieve sustainable change, Greeno, in our society. Exactly. That's what we're doing. Hashtag me too, sir. Sorry. Now, <laughs> Me uh... too, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so this has got me thinking, Damo. Elliot Page is able to identify as a straight white man. Well, I, I feel that we're, we're not going far enough. Hmm. So going forward on the show, each week I'm going to choose what I, I'm going to identify as, okay. Damo. Interesting. So, you know, I feel that, you know, gender, uh, sex, all these kind of things, sexuality, whatever it may be, mm. we're, we're being too limited. 
You, you, you think, I, think, you think, I, think I, I feel like I'm being oppressed by this. You, you think but, that you think we haven't like thrown the doors open wide enough to, exactly. to allow people in with their various, you know, sexual proclivity screener. No, it's just about what I choose to identify as. So this ah. week, Damo, uh, my new segment, uh, this week, Greeno is choosing to identify as in honor of our good friend, uh, our sponsor, Don Camero mm. as a, as a box turtle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this week the show is hosted by Boogie mm-hmm. and a box turtle. The box turtle. Because that's what I choose to identify as this what week. What is a box right? turtle exactly? Doesn't matter. No, oh, okay. That's what I choose to identify as. Right. And don't you, you don't fucking don't go getting fucking all judgy on me mm. because I choose to identify as something other than what I, I, I was born as, Damo. Correct. That's what I feel. This is what I feel like I truly am, Damo. Mm. A box turtle. Well, so, you, you don't need to you don't need to I thought describe... we were friends here, man. I thought we were friends. Well, that's right. And I support you. Uh, yeah. I, you know, you're stunning and brave, Green. Uh, I, 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 you don't have to choose what a box turtle. You don't have to know what a box turtle is in order to feel like. To be able to identify as one, it's what I choose it to be. That's right. I don't need to be a traditional box turtle, Damo. Mm. I, I choose to be my own box turtle. Yeah, and and there's going to be some person like you know some bigot, some Nazi, some transphobe at, at some point is going to wander across this podcast, Green, and he's going to say something particularly racist and unscientific, like such as. Um, I'm a biologist. And so, you know, when, mm. when you hear those kinds of statements coming out of people who wear coats and, you know, get grants for scientific research and call themselves yeah. things like biologist screener, you know that you're Fox only... Fox people. That's right. You know you're only going to you're only going to be abused from that point on by somebody who has no empathy. So I imagine a biologist at some point would say, well, here's what a box turtle is. And they would yeah, be, no, at that point, they'd be denying your identity. Close-minded motherfuckers, Damo, and I won't stand for, for no. them standing my way of choosing to identify as a box turtle. Thank God. Well, um, I mean, you're, you're paving a road for everybody else to follow. Mate, the, the people out there, we got we got 1,400 listeners last week. I guarantee there's at least two or three of them that tuned into the show last week, hmm. and they were like, I just wish I could come out as a box turtle. And if not a box turtle, maybe, you know, some other kind of turtle a or even a tortoise screener. You could have a tortoise. Exactly. Well. We're, we're breaking down walls here, Damo, right. on the show. Yeah. You don't know anything <laughs> about you don't know anything about turtles. I don't know anything about science. We fixed it. Fixes. Uh, Damo, I don't know if you've been on social media much this week, but mm. there's been a what I like to refer to the herpes of the social media landscape this week. Mm. With people posting their Spotify lists. Ah, Have uh, you seen this? Is, so is a Spotify list where you say like your favorite channels or do you, is it like here's my here's the here's my mixtape basically but without any songs like you can't play the nah, songs. Nah, he, here's what's happened. Spotify sent out everyone who's on Spotify a uh, list of the most frequent songs they've listened to over the course of the year and their stats if you will. They've done stat man. Okay. A Spotify stat man if you will. I'm a stat but then man. People... Spot on. But people feel the need to share. No, Spotify. Damon. Spotify it's cool. Spotify. They want to share what their what their favorite songs of the year were. Right. So all I've seen all this week on Twitter is here's my most listened songs of 2020. Mm. So the, all those people that have posted, I do not give a fuck. <laughs> I just don't give a fuck. You Stop don't, posting it. No. Like I I say for example, if Greeno recommends a band to me, I'm probably going to listen because we were in a band together for nearly ten years. So I kind mm. of he knows my taste in music and I know his. And I know if he says to me. Books. Here's a band. I think you should listen to it. You'll probably love it. He's probably going yeah. to be right. Now, if say for example, how about you know one of the actors in the She's All That reboot, Greener? 
mm. that's being you know filmed at the COVID testing facility. If one of them comes out and says, "Well, here's you know, I think you'd really enjoy this music," I'm not going to listen to that because yeah. you know I don't care what this person thinks because they're barely even human, really, when you consider yeah. it. Like they're nothing like us. So what do I care? Exactly, hundred percent. But I'd like to take this moment of the show uh, to point out that uh, apparently my stats say that I listened to one thousand seven hundred and seventy minutes on Spotify this oh, year. Oh, okay. Is that a and, lot? Is that a lot? Or and uh, yeah, well, apparently I, no. I think it's pretty low down. Okay. And I'm looking at, at this list, and I'm like, well, these are apparently my favourite songs, hmm. and I I can't remember listening to any of these fuckers. <laughs> really. Really? Do you reckon they're ginning up the results, Greener? Well, there's a couple that kind of give me a resemblance of something I may have listened to. Mm. I see some melancholin on here. Yeah. I see, no, nah, I didn't recognise this band, didn't recognise this band. Some more melancholins and Pennywise. Do you, like, think, do you think maybe we've unearthed yet another scam, Greener? Because remember how we unearthed a scam with us when it comes to the podcast rankings? Yes. Right. So what if, right, the people at Spotify are just pumping out fake songs, like fake lists to people in order to get certain artists trending on Twitter as being the most popular on Spotify, Greeno? Yeah. Now we're talking, Damo. Now we're talking. I mean, would you put it past them? I wouldn't. I fucking, I imagine that there's all sorts of devious cunts working at places like Twitter and Spotify. They're like probably doing backroom, backhand deals, like under the counter uh, fucking, you know, uh, plain envelope kind of deals like hey we've got to push this guy we've got to push this guy skim a little bit off the top for the agent skim a little bit off the top for the fucking uh the spotify and the platform greeno everybody wins people get promotion it's fucking great i i imagine that kind of thing happens all the time who's gonna stop yeah. them who will stop them no we're gonna stop them no. they run away with all the promotion that free like free promotion that people have been giving by just retweeting what they've had you're on to something here sir you're a fixer a fixer. Uh, good question in the chat from Henry. Uh, yeah. What percentage was Papa Roach, Greeno? <laughs> uh, that, that's a fucking very good question, Henry. Uh, nothing on my Spotify. Now, all my Papa Roach listening was uh, offline. Ah, you don't like to share your Papa Roach fandom? No, nah, not, not at all. Not, not so much that. I, I, don't, I actually, I'm old school, dude. So mm. I actually don't listen to Spotify all that much. Like, I think 1,770 minutes is really low. Right. Um, all my album listening is off physical CDs because it sounds really stupid because it's a waste of money, but I still try and support artists where I can. So I, I still buy CDs. I'm a fucking stupid person. Oh, you're an angel. <laughs> you're an absolute angel <laughs> keeping these people in work, Greener. Yeah, and by 100%. people in work, I mean by people in work, I mean the record company executives because the artists don't make anything from CDs. They don't sales. make shit. Yeah, 100% right. Well, I try and buy direct where I can. Like, There's been a couple of artists where I'm like, hey, which platform do I buy your CD from that's mm. going to get you the most cash? Yeah, Because <laughs> I'd rather just find more money to go to the artist's pocket because, you know, yeah. how the hell is they going to get Coke and hookers? I don't, I don't think I've bought a CD since I bought like a sympathy CD for some, from some gig once at some bar somewhere. You know, where I paid five bucks for a two-song EP and then just immediately threw it in the garbage. You yeah, know? it's sad. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to help this band out. I don't think it's. I think it's been that long since I've actually bought a CD, physical one. See, I was, yeah, I'm still a physical CD man because I'm like, well, it just seems like I need. I feel like if I'm going to hand over money, I need to physically hold something. <laughs> I need to get something. It. I need something in my something hands. in my hands. <laughs> uh, we soon into a massive pain in the ass when I move because I've got these fucking thousands of CDs <laughs> that I had to put into a box and nowhere to store them. <laughs> <laughs> no, Damo. Gary. 
I mean, you said you, you said you do it to support the artist. I don't see the artist throwing their hand up to come and help you move them. Yeah, I mean, a, a little, point. a little support coming back the other way wouldn't go straight. Where was Papa Roach when I was moving all these fucking CDs? Exactly. Give me Nowhere. a hand, boys. Exactly. Uh Damo Be, uh, can't listen, can't tune in the show tonight because he's uh, he's catching with old man. The 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 sad fact of quarantine. Well, it's funny, funny, in it's, different funny states. it's funny you say you can't catch uh, listen to the show tonight, Greeno, because he's in the chat. <laughs> he's in his chat. Yeah, he's he's bumped the, his old man. He's right up on the screen oh. right now. <laughs> Be the oh, Earth reporter. I didn't look at the screen, man. I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. So, the block's on. <laughs> so so B.E. was catching up with his old man tonight. His dad lives in New South Wales. B.E. lives in Queensland. Right. Waters have been blocked for, what, nine months now? Nine months. Finally yeah. got to catch up with his dad and fucking, can we get B.E. a nice, Gary? He's Absolutely. fucking bumping his old man nice, off. Gary. <laughs> Let's go, hey, man, got to listen to the block. Yeah, Thank, thanks for, I haven't seen you in a year. Yeah. <laughs> Here, dad, mind thanks the kids. Mind the kids. I'll be, I'll be back in a while. <laughs> That's it. Ah, uh, just in time for BE. Here you go. Old man's taking a shower. So he's going to miss your BE report because we're about to play it, man. Oh, no. Should we play it or should yep. we wait? Should we creepily wait until BE's dad gets out of the shower? <laughs> let, let, let's leave it to BE. BE, get back to us within the next 10 seconds. Want us to hold off so your old man can watch it? Or do you want to creepily put your phone in the shower so he can watch you in the shower? Yeah, just rest it up against the soap holder for him. Yeah. Like, go in there while he's him. in there and say, Dad, like with the camera in your hand and say, Dad, this isn't what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to see this video. All right. He's saying, fuck him, he can wait. All right, let's play the video. Right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the BE Report, where we delve into the wonderful world of weirdness. Yes. All right. Let's kick things off with the C-section game for four-year-olds. The C-section game for four-year-olds. <laughs> Oh, man. Righto. Dr. Jessica So thought it would be a cool idea to have a children play a game at her four-year-old son's birthday that involved them using a Play-Doh pregnancy model to perform a fucking C-section. Are you serious, man? Come on. <laughs> uh, we want to play pin the, pin the tail on the donkey. Yeah. No, shut the fuck up. Get over here and deliver a baby. You're four now. Act like it. <laughs> the woman's YouTube video... Featuring Play-Doh surgery went viral as people were left divided with uh, by the comments. Uh, many complaining that it wasn't appropriate. Yep. <laughs> Others defended it. Sure. Why not? The video showed her son's impressive surgical skills as he successfully cut through the patient's abdomen and racked up 3.7 million views. Are you serious? Miss So can be seen cutting through the layers of skin, tissue, and muscle before the four-year-old cuts through the Play-Doh uterus with a plastic scalpel. Come on, man. What? Get out. He can be heard warning the other children, it's going to be wet, as he cut <laughs> before sucking out uh, the amniotic fluid. Oh, man. Come on. Uh, he then goes on to pull out the baby, which is, his mum helps him with, and it's a little bloody Spider-Man doll thing before delivering a, bl a balloon placenta. <laughs> uh, creative? Sure. Four-year-old birthday worthy? No, no. I don't think so. Uh, do four-year-olds need to know about C-sections or how to perform it? Go and play in the dirt or kick a ball or 
catch a fucking frog, something. C-section, whatever, man. Okay, moving on now to Mr. Woody Woodbanger, the dirty old dog. Look at him. A man has been arrested in the US after screaming, Humping trees! And nibbling at their branches. The bizarre incident, which involved a home invasion, as well as an extended session of semi-nude gardening, went well beyond the wholesome tree-hugging and straight into shrub molestation. Come on. Uh, the police in Connecticut say that the half-naked suspect spat at them and tried to kick them as they took him into the police vehicle. Uh, Deputy Sheriff said that um, the man had may have been under the influence of, of um, some kind of drug, which we can only hope so, I guess. Should have made him walk backwards through a fucking cactus field. That would have sorted him out. Got his gardening worth. Anyway. Fuck. Off to the motherland where British Airways in, is investigating a stewardess's saucy ads. The British Airways um, is looking into the reports that one of its stewardesses is selling sex during and in between flights. Why not? Why not? The cabin member's advertisement on social media shows her in a variety of saucy poses while in uniform on the plane. Not only does she sell, sell adult entertainment, commas, uh, but also runs her own gift shop, flogging off her underwear for 33 bucks a pop. What a, good on her. What a side hustle. <laughs> the airline said, we expect the highest standards of behaviour from all of our colleagues at all times. Yeah, not a bad standard if you ask me. Why not? <laughs> anyway, promo time. Head on over to your iTunes account. Subscribe to the starting block. Five stars, mad review, all of that. Don't be shy. Use the hashtag MePlus3 for TSB on your socials. Now, I fucking told you last week. Tag me in it and I'll share it and you'll probably get more followers. And Actually, no, you probably won't. Um, Maybe, maybe some Vietnamese followers? I don't know. Anyway, go and do it. Sick of saying it. Now, for the final thought, a butcher doing their job well or poorly is still butchering it. Think about it. Think long and hard. Until next time, I'm BE. Keep it real, blockheads. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and 
laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet, we also have the Hatcam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ! What are you fucking Asian, Dick Tracy? <laughs> you. <laughs> you, you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on, you secretly really love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to the starting block. Follow on Twitter. At the starting block, drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yeah, back in the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Demo, uh, I don't know if you saw this last week. I know you're a big fan of rugby. <laughs> Love your rugby. Love my rugby. <laughs> Love your rugby. Yeah. Uh, the the All Blacks. I saw this on Twitter. The, the All Blacks paid tribute to uh, Diego Maradona before their game with Argentina. Why would they do something it. like that? Well, it's a fitting tribute, you know. Diego really? It's a difference. Away, you know? How's it a fitting tribute? He played a different fucking sport. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They, they wanted to show their respect to the good man, and they did it in the most fitting way, Damo. Like playing a game um, of soccer. <laughs> no, they uh, decided to sniff all the white lines. So by the time they finally kicked off, there was no 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 meter line anywhere to be seen. They'd snorted them all clean in tribute to Diego Maradona. That's possibly the cheesiest joke you've ever made. No. It's it's fucking it's up there. It's bad. Uh, it, it's it's like yeah, it's pretty bad. I went with it anyway. Uh, nice segue into this though, Damon. I don't know if you saw this. Um, the Penrith Panthers player Brett Naden has test was tested positive to cocaine Uh-oh. and has been suspended by the Sports Integrity Australia. Really? Now, nice. what is intriguing about this, Damo? Well, now he's he got t- so much more time to take more cocaine. He should be very happy. <laughs> well, he tested positive the night of the grand final. Really? So he was tested before the GF or just after the grand final. Wait, wait, was, was co- it before or after? That's key. That's vital. Well, well, it wasn't at the after party. So he was fucking coked up during the grand final game. I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't I would be surprised if so many players, like not just in rugby league, but you know, any any kind of contact sport. So, you know, Aussie rules, NFL, right? Yeah. Uh ice hockey. I wouldn't be surprised if a whole bunch of players have been coking up for like fifty years, you know, since the seventies. Because why not? You get like, so much more adrenaline. Fire up. Yeah, yeah, like you'd get so much more adrenaline, you don't feel pain, like you'd feel like you're fucking one step ahead of everybody. You'd be you're just constantly upbeat and buzzing. I'm I wouldn't be surprised if it's common. I think it should be legal. 
<laughs> no, no, I'm not joking. I'm not, I'm not joking. I, yeah, I think recreational drugs should be, for, they should be legal for everybody anyway, but especially, like, I don't even stop at recreational drugs. I think all sports should allow performance-enhancing drugs. You're a fan of performance and drugs. You want you want the doped up Olympics. I remember I do. we talked about this before. Yes, I want I want people to like you know the pole vault. How high that is. I want that to be a hurdle. You know, yeah. <laughs> I want people to, who are like so full of performance enhancing drugs. I'd even give them robotic limbs at this point. And it's like, well, yeah. I want I want to see somebody before I die run the hundred meter dash in you know three seconds, just like quicker yeah. than quicker than a drag car. And I'll be like, wow. <laughs> You know, because if they want to, like, kill their body by the time they're 30 in order to get, like, a 10-year sporting career, why should I stop them? And it's going to be so much more entertaining. Do you reckon more people would tune in to Thursday Night Footy, Greeno, if they knew that there was potentially going to be somebody getting killed on the field every single night? I know I'd be watching. That's a big call. Like, you know, they're up against Gogglebox. Exactly. You 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 can't, you can't. How do they expect to you know, crumble the kingdom of Gogglebox, Greeno, without getting yeah. a little bit creative. You're going to have to think yeah. outside the box. And I think legalizing performance-enhancing drugs is the best way to do it. Yeah, fair point. Thank fair you. point. Thank you very much. Um, God, <laughs> scary. Damo, can you hear some NRL court dates for me, please? Oh, sir? yes. Like one of my favorite segments. As soon as I, I say it, this is what you call filling in time uh, until you can find the correct button like that. There you go. Uh, this is uh, about one Jack DeBellin. So Jack DeBellin's been in court for the better part of two years. And uh, throughout the course of this week, basically there was a, a jury situation where, because he's up on some very serious rape charges. Okay. And so basically... <laughs> wait, wait, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I'm just yeah. going to interrupt the music just for a moment, Greener. Yeah. Uh, you, you said, the way you said it, he's up on some very serious rape charges. Yes, because... Uh, you know, there's there's less serious rape charges. You know, these are these he's at the serious end of the rape spectrum, right? Well, no, because no, well, because think about it. like I'm not I'm not fucking diminish like diminishing. I'm saying like there's like sexual assault, like you patted someone on the tit, yeah. and then there's hey man, the otherwise two guys in the room, and we yeah. force we force ourselves on a woman. Yeah, there's there's, there's varying there's, levels of rape. That's right. There's serious rape, and then there's like playful office rape. Greta. Well, it's all rape, but it's just it's different. Like. There's difference between a pat on the ass and a fucking, yeah. you know, what these guys allegedly did. Some rape is just commonplace at a Christmas party, and some some rape is the kind that you never get invited to another Christmas party. I think that's 100%. The, all right. Yeah, that, that's the key. So anyway, you, you can stop the music. So, so in court, court this week, basically, the, the jury could not get a unanimous, unanimous verdict. Mm. But it was more guilty than not guilty. Right. So it was, well... We not need Let's to give him seventy percent of the sentence. <laughs> no, we need to do a retrial. All right. But uh, some evidence came out this week, and I saw this today. Yeah. And it said the the, the two guys were up. It was uh, Jack DeBellin who plays the Dragons and one of the under twenty players. Okay. And they phoned their family and friends, declaring what happened in the apartment had been allegedly consensual. Okay. DeBellin told 2018 New South Wales Blues teammate Angus Crichton he was having a bun. So bun apparently is a colloquial. Have you heard the term bun before? Uh, I thought, I think, well, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of bun in the oven, you know. Like, no, no, so this is apparently a colloquial term in rugby league for group sex. So it's a gangbang. It's the fucking the Sharks thing all over again. Mm. And, the the and, the bull- yeah. and the Bulldogs. And the Broncos. And the Broncos. And every other, made, every other every rugby other league team. <laughs> oh, it is typical. A colloquial term for rugby league sting. Okay. Then, in quotes, just like the typical fucking standard, he said to his mates. So this oh, is a guy up in reach, kind of. 
Oh, I was just having a typical standard gangbang, you know? And <laughs> Every day, we, a weekday gangbang. Exactly. <laughs> with, in quote, some little chick who was hanging around. A little said, chick that was hanging around? Hanging around, yeah. Oh. Then in quotes, I'm not too worried I'm going to get off. It's just that my image is going to be tarnished. Oh. Like, my missus, <laughs> like my missus is fucking pregnant, DeBellin said to Angus <laughs> Crichton. <laughs> He's very confident, isn't he? He's worried about his, his image. Now, uh, Damo... <laughs> it's actually... You know what? Like, to be fair, I actually find this very refreshing because I, mm. this is what they all talk like when the cameras aren't on. Oh, 100%. Uh, I, I mean, there is obviously, like, the good family guys, but they're pretty fucking rare at the age of 19, 20, and 21. Come on, mm. let's be honest here, right? It's not till you get to 30. It's not till after you've it's not till after you've fucked your share of coked out skanks on, on road trips that you you've eventually share, decide to settle down. Buns, <laughs> exactly. Like you have to take at least half a dozen shits in hotel elevators before you figure out, ah, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll just go to the toilet from now on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should be involved in big gangbangs with a, a little chick who was hanging around when my wife is pregnant at home. But um, I, I love the fact that he's at least like, nah, I'm going to get off. Nobody believes that he's little sluts i'll be fine don't worry about it i mean it's only gonna hurt my brand but don't worry i mean if joel monaghan can stick his dick in the mouth of a dog and still have a successful career in england credo for the next 10 years you know (laughs) having having you know perhaps less than consensual sex on a rugby league field trip i'll be sure he'll be a fucking hero (laughs) he's all good uh good news though Uh, angus crichton demo he's his blues teammate he was a good mate he he assured him and i quote Mm. Let's let's remember this guy's up on rape charges. Okay. Who assured him the worst part of it is your missus hearing about it. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> Angus, the dude's up for fucking thirty years in prison. He's up on a rape charge. He's like, yeah. He the worst been, part about he, this he is, mate. Worst part about the missus hearing about it. Uh, he, he hasn't <sighs> been to play footy for two years. He's been stood down. He's up on thirty years in prison. He's he's never going to be able to show his face in public again. But you know, the worst part, Damo, good yeah. Angus Crichton. <laughs> Misses hearing about it, <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was. We're talking about like a pretty good player. So this is like parallel to a Fernand, uh, Hernandez kind of situation, isn't it? Like a this young player, player yeah. yeah, young player with like a big career ahead of them. You know, like mm-hmm. who's only going to get better, just cut down in the prime. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, not cut down his prime. He done it to himself. But... <laughs> Murdered people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Murder, rape, uh, whatever, you know. That's that's just the system trying to keep a brother down, Greta. Well, Jared Haynes facing 30 years. The jury comes in this week. What do you reckon uh, about the Hain one? Well, uh, apparently he's a dud root. That's what they said in court. Chauvinists and sexists and misogynists and chauvinists and sexists. That's enough uh, NRL court days. Um, uh, some good news from the F1 side of things, Damo. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, Lewis Hamilton has COVID. Yeah, yeah, and he's not racing for once. Not racing this week. So finally someone else will get a chance, uh, someone will get a win. <laughs> but Jesus, man, did you see that uh, Romain Grosjean crash? No, I didn't. No, I missed it. Oh, you're, you're lucky you didn't see it. How the, the technology and the safety measures in F1 now are next level. This dude was inside a barricade with his car split in half with the burst in oh. the ball of flames, Yeah, and he walked out of it. Well, look at this. I just put, oh, I'm... I'm going to pull it up on the screen because I just put into uh, YouTube search Romain and the first thing that came up was Romain Grosjean crash. So let's have a look at it because yeah. I haven't oh. seen it. So I want to have a look. Let's see here. It's fucking scary, man. But All remember, right, Blockheads, this, guy, this guy's okay. Okay. 
He's as they okay. exited out of turn three. And that looks very nasty indeed. And unsurprisingly, that is a red flag. Now, this is after turn three. And you see Grosjean. Oh! Holy shit! That's the back end of his car right there. No wonder the fuel came out of it. Yeah. I said the fuel was in the middle of the car. And it's literally... Whoa. Oh. And he's just gone straight like across Like, the after clear. shot, like, the, the shot of after he's hit the fence, right, it just looks like the whole front of the car has disintegrated and you just assume that he's turned into ash at this point. Yeah. One of just ash, like, he's been crushed and he's turned into ash. Like, look at the, the look I, at the damage to the fucking uh, guide wall there, Greeno. There's, there's no, the, the, whole, the second half of the car is separate <laughs> from where Romain is. Like, if... Uh, thankfully, I didn't watch this live because I would have fucking been having a heart attack worried this dude was dead. Yeah. But knowing that he's okay, thankfully, and he walked out of it, yeah. was just unbelievable. It just goes to show the insane amount of um, improvement in safety that he walked away from this. He's out of hospital already yeah. um, with some burns on his hand, just minor burns, thankfully. Look, at him, look some- at him. Look at him. Look at that. And fucking, can we give it a fucking massive nice Gary? to the safety marshals nice, who, who fucking sprinted in and saved this dude's life. He he came out and said, look, I know I'm going to need a shit ton of counselling after this. Um, and, like, I'm oh, surprised. Like, I thought I was going to die. Like, it was unbelievable. Have a look at this part here. Look at this. This is the moment when he gets out of the car. You can't even see him through the flames, Greener. Yeah. But these guys race there in seconds and save this guy's life. Wow. Unbelievable. Um those safety marshals are fucking fantastic. I do have one. I do have one criticism, Greeno. When he's being led away from the fire, he's kind of running like a girl. <laughs> With the little, you know how the girls get the little arms hanging out? Oh, no. Give, oh, no. Give us, it's give like us, he's seen a spider. A, give yourself a dick move there. Look, look, look at it. Look at it. No, no, no. Give yourself a dick move. Look at him running away like a little girl. Little so, yeah. little pansy, mate. Look at it. Give, uh, give yourself a dick move. Oh, no. Right it's there. hot. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, we wrap up the show, Damo. You fucking that—that's more offensive than everything I said about Elliot Page in segment two. Like I offended a whole bunch, whole bunch of people. That's more offensive than anything I said in segment two. Henry in the chat, you know, Henry in the chat goes, "Ew, fire!" Ew. <laughs> God, suck it up, princess. Uh, <laughs> what are you worried Damo. about? It's just a little bit of fire. Come on, mate. Jesus. Well, he's bloody Damo, French, Greeno. We're going to end the show <laughs> with a bit of, bit of hot stove. Hot stove? Oh, no. <laughs> no oh, no. Oh, no. I don't, I, don't need, <laughs> I don't need to fucking talk about the hot stove. We've just seen it. Uh, <laughs> we're as hot as the barriers there in whatever fucking racetrack that was. I should have done the research. Yeah. Uh, Reliever Trevor May in New York Metro. It was that Greenland, Bahrain, Greeno. Bahrain. There you go. We're as hot as the, the hot stoves as hot as the Bahrain track right now. There you go. Uh, Trevor and the New York Mets are in agreement to a two-year contract, mm-hmm. pending a physical. Uh, Mike Miner got a two-year deal with the Royals for eighteen million dollars, mm-hmm. and the Royals also signed Jorge, Jorge. to a one-year deal. That's the hot stove for this week, Damo. Wonderful hot stove, fantastic hot stove, and that's the show. Uh, that's the show. Plugs, Damo. Let's get out of here. Yeah, follow Greeno at the starting block when we drop the KTN. Follow uh, Y Sensor Kimmy. You can see in the chat. BE, The Earth Reporter, Unity Troyce, Granny Sears. Uh, I'll be back later tonight, Greeno, with Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie at 6 p.m. 
where I've been, mm-hmm. where I've promised my audience we're doing Kathy Griffin, sex robots, Ooh. and something else that I've already Can you give forgot. us some teaser on Kathy Griffin? Is, is this kind of like an expose? Is this just kind of her talking out her ass again and giving her some bad free publicity? I don't, I don't want to give too much away because I haven't watched the clip. <laughs> but, oh, okay. But she, she, <laughs> I, I haven't. She gave an interview on A Current Affair, I think. Uh, it was either A Current Affair or 60 Minutes, where basically she's bitching that uh, the world has lost its sense of humour. Oh, like, man, I kind of want to do your show tomorrow just so I can say how much I hate <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Don't, don't, I, I will convey your inner thoughts and feelings to the audience, Greeno. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right, see you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but I? Somebody will sit down and tell you the truth. Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with the Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, Why Censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original Grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.